0: Woe to you, O oh Earth
1: and Sea. It's the Hop Nation USA Podcast!
2: It's episode 194 of the Hop Nation USA Podcast, and we're still on Zoom, and we're still doing our thing. And we're still chugging along as I am one shot away from being double doses. And we still have Adam to get vaxxed up. But so, sooner than later, we will be back doing live shows. In the meantime, we're doing our guest spots. And so that means I'm going to go around and introduce everybody that's with us tonight. And of course, I already mentioned Adam. He's here. Of course, of course, I,
1: Mr. No Shots over here, but I hope to change that soon. Uh, but yeah, happy to be here. Can't wait till we get those two shots in so we can be face-to-face and yell at each other instead of just yelling at
2: a computer. Right. And, it's going to be nice. And it's also get nice. back in the tap rooms, you know, interview people, do it in person. Uh, also joining us tonight, a very special guest host, somebody who's a voice from the past, and he's... Keeping to his New Year's resolution of doing some shows, is <laughs> the return of Sam.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. I'm back on the show. Some of you may remember me. Some, Most of you probably won't because I'm not on the show very often. But if you are a loyal listener from a long, 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 long time ago, because you guys have been doing this, what, four years now, I was uh, I was on in the very beginning as one of the co-founders, but... Got away from podcasting for a while, but I guess now I'm back and uh, hopefully a glorified guest. Still, I like to consider myself that. But uh, I guess uh, I guess we'll let these guys decide.
1: Yeah, well, Steph, yeah. you can come back anytime you want. The mic is always open.
0: Well, yeah. I know I appreciate it, but I usually wait for you guys to extend the invite and then I <laughs> dick you around a little bit <laughs> and I kind of tease you and say, "Yeah, I might do it. I might not. Let me see. I'll check you in uh, the morning of the show." And yeah, but I'm usually here, so. Happy to
2: be back. Thanks. And one of the reasons why Sam Sam came back is because we got a guest this evening that he couldn't refuse and couldn't dick us around and (laughs) run (laughs) us around like that. But this week's guest is probably our biggest, if ever, (laughs) and it's our best pally, Allie. It's Allie Spagnola, everybody, all the way from the West Coast in La La Land.
3: Indeed. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so honored that the legendary Sam would come back because of me.
0: <laughs> i know that's really the only reason i'm here i could care less about steve and adam <laughs> this, don't worry this, sam this, this show peaked in year one <laughs> just Four kidding just so kidding so
3: long that's impressive <laughs> A year on my podcast and i like can't imagine keeping it up for that long, like going are you guys uh once a week
2: yeah yep yeah we do once a week and we just I don't know. There's enough beer to last us, you know, for eternity. So that's fine.
3: (laughs) Yeah. What's 52 times four times three. That's the number of beers you've had all different. You've never repeated.
2: No, I don't believe we have with the exception of like some zoom guests have, you know, repeated, but yeah, otherwise, yeah. If we still used untapped, our numbers would be impressive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Adam and I still use Untapped. We like to track what we drink.
2: Okay, well, it's I true, don't my know. My numbers
0: are impressive. Just because I'm not on the show anymore doesn't mean I'm out I'm not out enjoying the finer things that hey, a craft baby. beer has to offer.
1: That's right. Get his ass, Sam.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got over twenty three hundred unique beers checked in on Untapped, so you know.
2: Okay, I'm the one that's not on Untapped, <laughs> but I don't know that you guys still use it because I'm not on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, boo to you. Allie, do you use Untapped?
3: Uh, yeah, maybe before your podcast existed. Yeah, but it's been forever.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. well, since we're talking beers already and we're talking about all our unique check-ins, why don't we start with the first beer that we're drinking this evening? And the first beer we're drinking, we tried to coordinate a bit because Ali Spagnola. If you don't know, she is a former resident of Pittsburgh, and she used to have a happy hour power hour show in which she would play live music and everybody would drink along. And because of that, we quite often drank one of the most uh, hipsterish macros around. And we were all drinking PBR in those days. And so we decided to bend the rules against craft, and we're all drinking PBR tonight in this first segment.
1: <laughs> it's so. for the greater good. The rules are meant to be bent for the greater good.
2: Yes, it's, it's for the content. It's for the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've never heard of the, the term macro brewery before. That's funny.
2: Yeah, it, it just because, like, I mean, PBR is on contract with uh, Miller Coors. So they're brewed by an even bigger company. And yeah, we, we try to stick to our nanos and our locals and our micros, but hey, tonight it's big beers.
1: <laughs> a, hey, this time, literally, because I'm pretty sure this is physically the biggest beer I've ever had on the show at 24 ounces.
3: The pounder with one hand.
0: <laughs> that's a big boy for a school night, Adam.
2: <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Yes, boy. it is. <laughs>
2: I mean, it would be if it weren't for the fact that it's also still just like, what, 4%?
1: This is definitely what you call walking around beer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, walking around beer. But, you know, I'm going to say something controversial. It's delicious.
1: Is that really controversial, though? it mu- for, what, 150
2: years? <laughs> with as much as I bag on Pilsners on this show, yeah. It's controversial for
1: me. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I am a Pilsner guy, so I'm good with it. Yes. That's
0: a blue ribbon winner right there. That screams class and deliciousness to
2: me.
1: <laughs> so just okay. to stay on theme, I decided that I'm not gonna use a glass. I'm just going straight with the can. Fair because enough. Because who drinks PBR out of a glass? Thank you. Thank I'll you, be, Sam. Especially a twenty-four
0: ounce can, man. Drink that tall boy <laughs> right from the source, or as close to the source as you could get it, I guess.
3: <laughs> you guys ever had PBR light?
2: No. I've
0: ah. had PBR light and it's not great. <laughs> I guess it's like PBR without half the flavor.
3: Yeah. Half the flavor <laughs> yeah, is gone, half the, the gone.
1: <laughs> wow, it has been too long since I've had a PBR.
0: Now, I've been drinking some of those PBR coffees as of late. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they've made their way out to LA, but they do a cold press coffee and then a cold brew coffee. Cold press, okay, but the cold brew, absolutely fantastic it's like uh drinking one of those frozen starbucks frappuccino things but with booze in it so it saves you the trouble of having to go to starbucks buy one of those and then dump booze in it
2: just by
3: (laughs) 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 making excuses about day drinking (laughs) i can't drink coffee at night i have to get drunk right now
2: yeah coffee will keep you up you can't do that (laughs) so
0: coffee and beer a killer combination
2: Yeah. So I don't, you know, this might not be your thing, but in Sam, I don't know if you've heard of this either, but uh, in California, there is specifically THC infused PBR coming out as well. Oh, is there? Yes. (laughs) I did not know that. It's not a beer. Yeah. It's like a lemon seltzer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And technically God awful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And actually I don't think it's a Pabst blue
2: ribbon. I think it's a, a just from the Pabst labs. I think they call it. Yeah, it's called the Paps Labs and then there it's just a company that gets to use
3: scientist <laughs> on his lab glasses at, at Paps Labs.
2: Thinking, I mean, if they
1: paid good money, I'd go work at Paps Labs. Yeah. I think we all would.
0: And you probably don't need like a degree uh, you know, in 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 one of the fields of science to do it. Do you need a chemistry degree?
2: <laughs> a chemistry you degree? You
0: just need to be creative and know how to brew beer.
2: Well, I mean, at that point, since it's seltzer and weed, it's more of like, do you have a horticulture degree or food sciences? That's about it. <laughs> it may be chemistry. <laughs> All
0: yeah, right, Ellie, think- there's there's your assignment. You got to find this beer, try it, and report back to us. Also, find out what it's like to uh, work in Pap's Labs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, is it CBD or THC?
2: Oh, it's, th- it's THC.
3: Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
2: It's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Transpated it's like elevated in a can. Right. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's like 5 milligrams. But yeah, that's their that's their new lane of following the hipster trends, you know. We do hard coffee and then we do weed drinks.
1: <laughs> Is So I'm I'm curious what the next lane would be. I don't know where else you would go after that.
2: Mushrooms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
3: Molly, maybe some Molly, who knows? 24 ounces.
2: Psilocybin blue <laughs> ribbon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll probably throw some oxycontin in there, maybe. Mm. Why not?
2: Yeah, they're not a West Virginia based company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor I wonder if I wonder if you could submit ideas to the Paps Labs, because I mean we just came up with some great ones here. See what they'll come up with next.
2: <laughs> what will we do next?
0: <laughs> Follow Paps Labs on idea. Instagram to find water. out.
2: <laughs> all right well let's move on let's stop talking about pabst let's talk about our guest she's she's far more interesting and important than whatever her pbr is up to <laughs> and you can quote us on that yeah especially because we can't get half of that stuff anyway we're in pa <laughs> but yeah as i mentioned at the top of the show ali spagnola is a former pittsburgh resident she's also just a youtuber now she's an artist she has her own fitness channel she makes music uh is there anything i'm missing that you so would like probably to
3: add? i have i'm bad at picking things to do <laughs> <laughs> i'm more like bad at stopping things and do too much
0: <laughs> She. we know you're also a bitcoin owner <laughs> a bitcoin uh, yeah. millionaire
3: <laughs> oh, and an idiot for talking about it everybody that's like bitcoin rich is like hush hush because it's They don't want to get hacked, and I'm like making a viral video about how much (laughs) Bitcoin I have.
2: (laughs) And then, Lord knows how many people have offered you Bitcoin investing advice, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, getting into crypto.
3: Do anything with it? That's my (laughs) that's my advice to myself.
1: (laughs) So I'll admit I don't know the backstory on the on the Bitcoin. How did that all come to be? If you don't mind me asking.
3: Yeah, sure. It's a weird story. I uh,
1: I love weird stories. Let's hear it.
3: <laughs> I have an art project where I give paintings away for free. I actually, went to art school in Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon. Oh, right on. And I started giving away paintings in galleries there, and then I started giving them away online to go bigger. And back in 2013... I gave one away to this dude who was really into bitcoin he was like hey you should check out bitcoin it's like this new cool totally safe and normal thing and i was like yeah okay sure (laughs) right dude because no one knew about it back then but he convinced me to sign up for an account and he sent me a bitcoin for a painting of a bitcoin and then cut to 2020 and i was like oh wait a minute everyone keeps talking about that thing i should go look at my account so I had a bitcoin from then that was worth $50 and now it's like I don't know 60k or something where whatever one bitcoin is at right now. Yet. <laughs> so that was crazy that he just like gifted me something that was I mean $50 value and now of course the painting that I gave him I'm sure is worth millions because I'm a famous <laughs> <teacher>. <laughs> So it was an equal trade.
1: That's
2: awesome. Yeah, I didn't know about that story.
3: Yeah, it's pretty nutty.
2: So at this point, have you heard about NFTs as well?
3: Yeah, I totally want to start minting them, mostly because Logan Paul already did it. Are you kidding me? Did you see that?
2: I did not see what he's selling yeah, as an I NFT.
3: Whatever, it's a, it's an image. It, but he is a YouTuber that is huge and has already jumped on the NFT train. So I guess I'm second to the party, if not further down the line, because it's going to take me a couple weeks to make a video about it. But I'm I totally <laughs> really want to do something with that it just I, makes I think sense. bleep
0: like, bleeple is the conductor of that trade right now what's yeah, he at uh, 69 million he just sold that nft for that's
2: so cool. oof oof
1: bleeple. That's, a lot, that's a lot of pbr
2: yeah <laughs> That's a lot
1: of everything
2: yeah that's a lot of anything you want for any. a
1: jpeg <laughs> that's just pbr you just buy paps for that <laughs> But you yeah. can make a
0: digit some type of digital rendering of a pbr and you could sell that as an nft or make yeah. pbr into a meme sell that right well make nfts think, you can sell literally anything right anything that's digital pretty much somebody doesn't already own the rights to
2: yeah which is why selling a pbr nft without pbr's permission would be hard <laughs>
0: well just take the just uh you know go into photoshop and take pbr off the off the label
3: i don't know as an artist as a painter i'm allowed to represent pbr in my paintings that's legal through artistic expression so i wonder about nfts because they're considered art it's a whole hmm. different world though mm-hmm.
1: uh, let's find out
3: <laughs> by Just try it. pbr to sue us <laughs> so
2: hey everybody it's your best pally alley this week i got sued by pbr
3: hey legal cases have worked for me in the past
2: true 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 so, uh, just for a little backstory on that you're referring to when you were doing the power hour and some dude was actually trying to trademark the phrase power hour
3: oh no i meant that time or, i got arrested oh, I'm okay. Yes. oh okay yes okay <laughs> Yeah, that I was playing Power Hour shows. Um, Like the game Power Hour is not something I invented, nor did this gentleman that trademarked the word Power Hour, but he was claiming that was his and told me to stop playing my shows and selling my album. And so I took him to court and it cost me a whole lot of money, but I won. And now everyone can do power hours without paying that guy.
0: Hooray. You are definitely a modern day hero, I'll
2: say that.
3: Thank you, I know.
2: Hero of the working class. I believe there's a dropkick Murphy song about it.
3: Listen to that. Isn't it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? Hey, happy holiday, guys.
2: Yeah. As we as we record, yeah, it is St. Patrick's Day.
3: We got green That's eyes.
0: right, I got my green shirt on. Actually, I'm going to stand up here for a minute now that you said that. It's, it's actually a St. Patrick's Day shirt. This is Opelius, the drinking monkey from Drinking Made Easy.
2: With uh, Zane Lamprey. With Zane, from, with Zane Lamprey. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's a throwback. I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Have you, ever see, have you ever seen the show, Allie, Drinking Made Easy? Or
1: Adam? Have you guys seen it? I'm aware of it, but I thought it just sort of disappeared like five years ago. I'll admit
0: the show's not on anymore, but Zane St. Lamprey's still doing all kinds of crap. He opened a clothing oh. line called Adventure. And I think he's got now another web show where he's also I think he's now he's going around the world drinking again. He was doing that before in three sheets, I think. I don't know. The dude is the dude the dude is an idol, right? <laughs> Everything he does is what I want to do with my life. You
3: know what? I bet he works at Paps Labs. <laughs> and if not, I
0: guarantee he's been in Paps Labs. The dude is famous for literally going around uh, the country and the world just drinking at cool local pubs and you know, talking about craft cocktails and just all kinds of fun stuff. He actually, uh, this summer, is doing another craft brewery tour where he goes to craft breweries around the country and uh, does stand-up. Hmm. I, I actually met him at Southern that. Tier down on the North Shore one time. He was down there pr- uh, promoting his adventure clothing line. So Janie and I went down. We saw him. We met him, took a picture with him. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, <Sam>. Is that <laughs> is that picture frame in your the living room?
2: <laughs> uh, Thanks, Sam. Sam.
0: We should yeah, have Allie tell some stories. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I'll <never> shut up. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I gotta get every, I gotta get everything I want to say on on this episode for the year because God only knows when I'll be back. So,
2: right. <laughs>
0: All the pent up
2: stories. So speaking of Zane Lamprey playing live shows, Allie, how has like the pandemic affected your ability to kind of do live shows? And do you have that urge to get back out and play a live Power Hour? I know it hasn't necessarily been you know, your topmost priority in the past years, but...
3: We're all going to be starved for human contact, right? If there's a the time yeah. to get back <laughs> into it, it's like once all this is over... Which is also like a big question mark but like when it is safe to gather again yeah we should all probably drink 60 shots of beer <laughs> at the same time together yeah for sure but i haven't Are, played actually i did i played one power hour during covid and it was a live stream show so i was in vegas playing to a vegas theater it was completely empty it was super weird yeah they had like six cameras set up they were you know, ready to, for live streaming. And so they started having concerts with no people. And it was really interesting and super fun. I got to play with a Vegas band, but definitely a weird experience, like hearing nothing after you, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually not too different than what I'm used to, because it's funny in a power hour, people don't clap for the song because they're busy drinking. So I'm kind of used to that, like, silence. But then once people drink, then there's more, like, rowdiness that was just completely missing from this live stream show. Mm-hmm. So you
1: get, like, a 10 to 15 second delay, and then everybody gets hyped yeah. up again.
3: Exactly. <laughs> it's <seems> super
2: funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think the crowds are hungry for it, you know. Uh, I, I, from what I'm saying, it seems like September is kind of the the big month that everything's going to be dropping and everybody's going to be coming back for Hope like right doing stuff. Like I I know like a number of beer fests that are already scheduled for it and on the books. So yeah. Yeah. I think people are hungry. <laughs> They're ready to get back out. So you're, you probably wouldn't go wrong if you had a live power hour. <laughs> so
1: instead of looking to the future, I might as well look in the past in a little bit with the power hours. How did you get started on that? How did that whole, uh, how how did you get started on that? How did it build? How did, how did the whole thing happen? What was day one on the power hours?
3: Day negative one was me being an independent musician with my guitar strumming in a coffee shop being like, Hey, do you want to come to my show? Don't answer that. Cause I know you'd say no, God, that's boring. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to invite people to these shows. Even I, Want this to be easy and fun marketing, and so at the same time, I was making power hour mixes on CDs too. Man, I'm dating myself here.
1: <laughs> CDs,
3: people. Okay, I'm guilty and, as well. Yeah, and that was super fun. I would invite people to parties, and then like we'd listen to one-minute song mixes. And so I was like, why can't my live show just be a party? So I wrote sixty one-minute songs. They were all about drinking based on my college experience that and or the experience of my friends. And started playing those shows. I mean, like the first one, there was a line around the building. It was like super easy to get people to come. It was no longer a chore. And so then I kept doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun.
1: So for us us Pittsburgh boys, which venue was that? Because I assume that that did start here in Pittsburgh. Where did you start that
3: at? Peter's Pub.
1: Oh shit! Oh, Peter's Pub.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice I had a
3: bunch there. Like my seminal Power Hour years were totally at Peter's Pub. This like second floor. Is it still there?
0: As far as I know, it's still there.
2: Okay. That's one of those hard <laughs> things to judge when you don't go out to clubs and <laughs> bars anymore. Oh, you... It's still there. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so I know Sam and I. We've seen you at least three times through the Power Hour. Uh, we saw you once at uh, Arcade Comedy Club, oh. and uh, was it Club Cafe? Club Cafe, yeah. Yeah, Club Cafe. And just a throwback to that, I actually found an old photo. <laughs> 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 you, you'll, you'll never
0: know who this person was that you were with, <laughs> <Ellie>. <laughs> Look.
2: <laughs> Steve, you have not aged a day. I know. Look, one, that's pretty funny for the joke, but two... <laughs> underneath the graphic for the people watching the youtube i am a red-faced like ass <laughs> like right. it is obviously after the power hour <laughs> also my hair is after bad my,
3: my national tour too that was the final date on my only ever u.s tour
2: yeah yeah I, yeah i remember that because it was like uh thanksgiving wasn't it that a Thanksgiving show? Yeah. Yeah,
3: the biggest drinking night of the year. I forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day before Thanksgiving <laughs> is the most drinkingest <laughs> USA night.
2: Yes. So yeah, but Sam and I would, you know, show up for those when you had those uh, on the biggest drinkingest night.
0: <laughs> it was fun. My tradition was go out, go out to Power Hour, then afterwards drink some more, then get up at about six in the morning the next day and run the turkey trout with my sister. <laughs> Ugh. That's hardcore. That, that, wow. that was the tradition. Had to
1: do it.
3: I'm impressed.
1: Oh, and you, you, you survived that? You were able to do the whole trot? I was, I was young back then, Adam.
0: I did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I sucked it up. I enjoyed it. I put on, you know, a fun, like, turkey or Angry Birds hat and just went out there and had fun, man.
2: You, for, you forget how much better shape sam is in, in than the rest of us been,
0: <laughs> that's very true that
2: well very true
0: not, not so much anymore <laughs> i've kind of let myself go over the last couple of years not like let myself go but mm. yeah, i'm working out like i used to but i have a child well, now so
2: that, yeah. Uh, but you're still way more in shape than adam and i so <laughs> <laughs> it's still it, it still scales just because you got older <laughs> well, i haven't
0: seen adam in like a year or so
2: i don't know maybe now he's
0: big and ripped, and he'll be ready to run Pittsburgh Marathon come May.
1: Spoiler alert. No.
2: no, (laughs) No. (laughs) Not at all. All right. Well, let's come back to the PBR that we're drinking. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts?
1: We've been using the term throwback a lot during this segment. Beer is no different. I've drank gallons of this stuff back in my day. Uh, It's kind of Kind of good to get back into it, but I'm also glad that I only have the one because full disclosure, I'm probably going to get into another beer in the next segment. Yeah, because I have spoiled myself with beer. Yeah, it, that's that's how I've done it. I've Sam has let himself go, and that's how I'm letting myself go is just drinking stupid beers now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. But no, at PBR, it's a classic if you drank it when you were 21. You're gonna drink it when you're 35. You're yeah. still gonna like it. It's it's like a warm blanket of nostalgia.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. It's been easily over a year since I've had one of these macro level beers. Uh just because you know we all went into the bi-local phase of life. <laughs> uh but yeah drinking this again it remind it reminded me that i still love pbr i still love old style and i probably still love lion's head even though i haven't had any of those in a long time but
1: and at a buck 39 for a two four yeah
2: that's, that's crazy
1: that is fantastic
2: <laughs> i can't remember the last time i paid under three dollars for a beer <laughs> right <laughs> uh
1: yeah i uh if desperate times come around again yeah i'll get myself in a couple more two fours of pbr i'm all right with that
2: cool all right well we're gonna take a short break and then we're gonna come right back and we're gonna come back with Allie, and we're gonna talk more about her youtube channel and her fitness channel and get to learn a little bit more about everything that she does and how she stays so positive so we look forward to that join us in segment two First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service
1: for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth
2: month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 194 of the Hot Nation USA podcast. It's segment two, and we're still joined by our best pally Allie, all the way from California. And Sam has showed up as well, and hopefully he can keep his Zane Lamprey boner in check (laughs) through this segment. (laughs) Not a sentence I thought I'd hear this episode, but here we are. Well, maybe he shouldn't. (laughs) Be fawning all over Zane Lamprey when we have somebody else on <laughs> as a guest.
0: Zane Lamprey's uh autograph here on the plepleus tag for my little plush monkey. See that?
2: Zane yes, Lamprey. We see, yeah we see it. <laughs> so
1: Sam, are you basically just sending his kids through college <laughs> <laughs> through all no. the merch purchases? I'm trying to get him to send
0: my kids through college, Adam. <laughs> He's the one with the buddy and the and the cool job and the beer tour and the clothing line. I don't have any of that. <laughs>
2: In this episode, Sam Biggs. All right, let's move on to the beers we're drinking. And, you know, I'll go first. We, I I can guarantee Adam switched it up, and I definitely did too. But I switched, and I went all the way on the other side of the spectrum because I'm both drinking local, and I'm drinking something goofy, and I'm drinking something that's not a pilsner. This comes from our friends in McKee's Rocks, Abjuration Brewing. This is their chocolate hot pepper stout. And as Ooh. you can tell from the label, it's a little ghost. So that gives you a hint of what pepper was used.
3: Serrano? Oh,
1: ghost
2: pepper. That's okay. <laughs> 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 6.8 on the ABV. It's a nice drinking stout. You definitely smell ghost pepper on it, but it's honestly not that spicy.
1: Is there still the level of chocolate in it though?
2: oh yeah so i mean this is version 1.6 of their uh hot pepper chocolate stout they've done a number of versions with different peppers i think this is the first one they did with the ghost though uh it like it's still very chocolatey it's still very smooth and drinkable i mean but i could suggest this one to anybody like in the past we've had some hotter pepper beers but this one I could suggest to anybody, no matter like what your palate t- tolerance is. So
1: you don't have to worry about having to be a, a pepperhead or anything like that to Mm-mm. try this beer.
2: Yeah, you don't have to be a hot ones contestant. <laughs> well, that's don't,
1: don't they say you shouldn't
2: give ghosts chocolate? Oh uh, no, that's dogs. <laughs> oh, that's dogs. Okay. <laughs> well, what if For it's sure. a ghost dog? <laughs> well, then definitely don't give it chocolate, <laughs> because Jack Skellington Probably would be a ghost mad
3: because it had, it had zero.
1: Well, yeah, if you give a ghost dog chocolate and it died because it ate chocolate, does that bring the dog back to life?
2: Mm, I don't know. It might just go to double dog heaven.
1: Someone needs to get into the Paps Labs and start conducting experiments. <laughs> uh,
2: Adam, what are you drinking?
1: So I uh, I did switch it up, I'll admit, uh, but I am keeping it local. Uh, I am outside of McKee's Rocks. I'm over on the north side. Uh, we're going to Penn Brewery, and we're having their pen marzen i have honestly i've never had this beer which i found very surprising i looked it up to see if i had had it before i've never had it but it's a marzen it's great pen makes good stuff i haven't had enough of their stuff lately so it's a good easy drinker it's like five percent abv it's just a good old-fashioned marzen it's got a lot of malt to it like no hops which is the way beer should be please and thank you (laughs) shots fired that's right. I will stand by those words as well. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a good Marzen. Uh, Penn is good at staying with the classics. Uh, when it comes to the, like the Marzens and their Penn Gold and their Oktoberfest, yeah, they hit it out of the park, and this is another one. Unfortunately, Marzens aren't particularly exciting, like a chocolate hot pepper stout, but that's okay because that's what I want. I want just a good, clean beer, and that's exactly what this is. Oh, wait, what,
3: what makes a Marzen? The Mars? Uh.
1: <laughs> with chunks of Mars and ghosts and
2: chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a real answer, <laughs> traditionally, marzins were beers that were brewed in March. Uh, and then by the through the lagering process, they were ready for sale in the fall. Uh, this is like old, 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 pre 1800s you know when they didn't have refrigeration and they had to just cool everything in caves in germany so marzins are actually one of the traditional oktoberfest beers yes because they were brewed in march and then would be released september october
1: so if vessel. you're if you're drinking a classic oktoberfest chances are that's actually just a marzin that's been lagered in a cave this one has not it's been lagered in my refrigerator <laughs> The future. (laughs) The future is now. Easier than a cave when
0: you don't own a cave, but you own a fridge.
2: (laughs)
1: Sam, what about you? Do you have a beer in front of you?
0: I do. Now, now I have to say, since I was a little under the weather last few days, I was debating if I should drink on this show or not. And I was leaning no. But then, you know, as we approach showtime, I I figured that, you know what, I it's, It would be unfathomable of me to not enjoy at least one crisp, cold one on the show. So in honor of the man, the myth, the legend himself, St. Patrick, I have a little beer here called Leprechauns Drink Milkshakes Too. And this is a, I don't know if you can see it, it is an IPA, so right up Adam's Alley, brewed with mint, vanilla, and lactose and i will show you that (laughs) this has not been popped yet so you can't accuse me of dumping this beer out and putting water in it (laughs) (laughs) okay and and i'm drinking it out of a guinness glass again in honor of saint patrick's day dope sacrilege rumor rumor has it that this beer is green so we're gonna find out and it
1: is sam i appreciate how you're approaching this like a deposition like we're gonna be using this in court later on. Well, again, I
0: wanted to make sure that you guys know that I did not tamper with the beer. That this is all New Trails doing. It's kind of hard to see, I guess, when I hold it right up to the camera that it is in fact green. But yeah. that's as green it, as green it, can be. It that's
2: comes like, through pretty well.
0: That's like gummy bear green. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna well, let the head well, die down the on flavor,
3: this flavor. I'm sure it's going to taste like grass clippings and toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> if it's yeah, got hops and mint, are you kidding me? Why would anyone want that in combination, let alone separately, let Thank alone in you. my mouth?
0: Thank you.
3: It's going to taste but like coffee so scope.
1: Cool. <laughs> uh, Sam, you go ahead and keep that in your house. I'll stick to my Marsons. Mm. What's the
3: verdict?
2: <laughs> Why are you <laughs> chewing like a horse?
1: Yeah.
0: Grass. Yeah yeah that's a weird one that's uh that definitely kind of tastes like um grass clippings yeah, like, and toothpaste yeah uh, like uh, you guys ever use that chloroceptic spray oh <laughs> when yeah you have a sore throat it kind of yeah. tastes like that except Bloody, a little poppy and bitter on do. the back end yeah.
2: Oh, hell yeah i was i was addicted to chloroceptic as a kid i got mad strep throat <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> this should this beer, then.
2: You uh, i be. actually do have one in the fridge so oh, do you? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So
0: that's what I'm drinking, and I will be the rest of the show.
2: I'm
3: going to need a full update tomorrow. Will your toilet look like what that (laughs) cup
0: looks like right now? I I sure hope so. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Because that would be awesome. It would remind me of my St. Patrick's Day fun on the day after St. Patrick's
2: Day. Yeah. I mean, you know, it has been hard to celebrate the past two years, but you know, a little souvenir. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: souvenir. Yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets to have some fun bathroom time as it comes out green. <laughs> he gets to pretend he's the Chicago River. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's funny.
0: That is really bad. It's I mean, I love new trail, but that's bad. <laughs> it just tastes so much like mouthwash. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah.
3: Did the uh, lactose not help? Cause... No. <laughs> <I don't laughs> well, know why that's in there either.
0: <laughs> let me ask you, you ever uh, mix your mouthwash with milk? Because <laughs> 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 if you have, it'll probably taste like this beer.
2: <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like wow. mint ice cream mixed with <laughs> mouthwash. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe maybe that too. We'll
1: yeah. that. Sam, did you All say what the above. ABV was on that?
0: At ah, seven and a
1: half. <laughs> I say, are you going to yeah, get... Yeah. 7.5. Wow. wow. Very good, good call. Yeah. So if you drink yeah. two yeah. or three of yeah. those, <laughs>
2: he yes. knows. Yes. I'm a neutral whisperer. That's pretty much all they put out is double IPAs that are goofy as hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh.
1: True. oh. Hard pass. That's that's a torture beer for me. Torture beer for me. I love my IPAs.
3: <laughs> <I'm a
1: op-ed. laughs> all um, right, let's move let's move
0: yeah. back. <laughs> Allie,
3: yeah. what are you drinking? <laughs> Oh, I have another PBR. Yeah, just sticking to the uh, PBR here. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yep, PBR. (laughs) Actually, weirdly, probably has more flavor than PBR because it's got raspberry in it. (laughs) Ooh.
2: So, you know, irrespective of what Allie's drinking right now, I got kind of mad when I went to Kroger the other day because I was looking for their root beer seltzer they had
3: no that was I a thing were in pittsburgh
2: uh it, there's a kroger in Weirton. it's close you can
0: go down to west virginia and go to kroger yeah no.
2: <laughs> i'm i'm not in pittsburgh proper i'm in the rural woody <laughs> the it's outskirts the Eagle, john yeah, Eagle. yeah. No, i still get john Eagle, but when i go to john Eagle, they don't got kroger brand seltzer and they definitely don't have root beer brands seltzers in john Eagle. you gotta get kroger and that's where they got <laughs> but kroger didn't have it either i was upset Pump me out. Was their beer selection still trash? Yes. it's <laughs> <laughs> disappointing.
1: Yeah. But not
2: unexpected. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Uh, just to move forward, uh, Adam, I think you and Allie would have a lot in common because, you know, as Adam has already been yucking at IPAs, Allie also yucks at IPAs. And on her fitness channel, she did a beer mile. And decided to chug ipas as part of that beer mile and why would you do that to yourself that's just (laughs) mean
1: (laughs) like you you did that to yourself it's not like somebody else picked the beers for you
3: no actually technically yes because the person i was competing against my roommate loves ipas and she was like let's do it and then didn't think about the fact that you have to chug on a beer mile she was just thinking about that she thinks (laughs) IPAs are delicious which is a horrible opinion (laughs)
0: now which ipa did you go with because some some are a little more bitter than others
3: there were four different ones oh variety don't even don't even remember they were but you know what they're all there's so many different ones and guess what they all taste like ipas (laughs) tell me like there's like some varying degree of chewing on a citrus rind (laughs) but it's all it's all the same
0: <laughs> in, in the order of keeping this uh podcast moving in the right direction i'm just going to keep my mouth shut <laughs> oh, about how they all the say yes they
1: get <laughs> yeah.
0: the
1: don't f- worry clippings,
3: go.
2: Yeah, i'll back you up on that don't you worry <laughs> yes yeah, sam you and i both have more refined palettes but i was just bridging a gap and making conversation <laughs> but i mean that's kind of you know, that's some of the content you can find that Allie makes on her YouTube channels. Uh, she has two. And I would say her main one though, is more of a focus as a maker and an artist channel, which, you know, I, I really enjoy like a lot of the maker channels that are out there. Uh, like William Osman. if anybody's watched him, he does a lot of engineering and battle bot stuff. And then Allie is a lot more of an arty bend, but still you put together like, all kinds of you know your one of your most recent ones is making a quote quote doorstop piano but still you know, there's a lot of technicalness behind it and playing it and it was an interesting video as well as you know you have converted your uh, apartment into pb's playhouse and you know, built things out of amazon boxes so i just wanted you to like talk about like how how do you come up with these maker art projects and how long do they usually take?
3: Yeah I never talk about how long it takes which is funny. Um, I don't know how I come up with them I'm just trying to think of what would be a cool thumbnail and title like what would what would you what would be remarkable that like, would grab someone's attention and also a thing that I want to do So like that Amazon thing just came about because I had so many Amazon boxes I was like I should make something and ended up doing a statue of liberty Uh, it was bigger than me um but yeah it takes a long time to do these videos I uh wear the same thing when I'm making something so I'll like put the same outfit back on and that's mostly because I'm lazy and I don't want to come up with wardrobe for a whole video that takes like two weeks so I end up like putting on another wife beater and jeans and people think that I'm just like Put throwing this thing together in a day, (laughs) but that is not the case. Actually, the one that's coming out, oh, it actually because you guys are publishing after recording, it will already be out. But that this will be the first one where I didn't wear the same thing the whole video, so like it, you can you can tell that it's taking forever. I'm actually standing in it right now, but I converted my gym to a speaking. There's the bar that's a protein shaker actually Uh, a protein dispenser uh, we got a mini fridge on the wall some uh there's a like wine rack and shot glass uh holder oh there's my shots key anyway this whole space that i'm in right now my gym has been converted to like a weird fun house like like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that one that took me i'm still not done it ended up being two episodes because it was so so much stuff so many ideas and it's been like months that i've been working on this
2: so i mean is i guess this one is like one of the biggest projects though, that you've done then yeah like if it's taken yeah
1: yeah
3: one of the bigger ones
2: yeah
1: can i say that i i I have to appreciate that you brought the shotski into the speakeasy (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: well it's actually it's a hockey stick i gotta represent my pens but nice, it's, nice. Uh, got the shot glasses
1: on so it. So it's, it's a slap shot ski. Ah. Oh,
3: that's so good. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad that I already filmed that part. I would have used it. <laughs> Why did I think of that? Please be the first comment on the video saying that.
1: <laughs> I can make that happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice.
0: That is pretty creative. Is there is there gonna be a password or how are people gonna find out about the speakeasy? How do you get the drink there?
3: They have to watch this episode and know that this converts into a bar. Otherwise, <laughs>
2: that's it. Okay. You have to say Slapshotsky. Or Hanson Brothers.
0: Listen to the podcast to find the code word. that will get you into the speakeasy.
2: <laughs> so one of the other ones I really enjoyed was the, uh, the fidget uh, kind of clickers that you did. And I enjoyed that one just because you had, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You had uh, made a slight miscalculation in that video.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. There there was a moment where I was like, I should just not tell anyone about the mistake and just like shoot from there on being like, oh, I'm going to cover my wall, but. The whole mess up in the beginning. I, it was a good part of the story that I thought I was. I got enough to cover a table and um, in pop sockets. If you guys are not familiar, that if you have a bunch of them, it turns into a really cool tactile surface. And I was going to cover my my coffee table, but I measured the wrong size of pop sockets and ordered like way too many. So then I covered an entire wall.
0: That was pre- that was pretty funny. I remember seeing that video. That was a good
2: one. So. The other half of your uh, YouTube channel is also making music, you know, sticking with your musical roots. And a lot of it is covering songs in the style of another artist. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of that is just kind of you know, seeing what's popular, what popular song is out and who else is popular at the moment. Is there anybody that you have come across that you haven't gotten to like, either cover their song or use their genre?
3: Uh, I mean, I really, there's a lot of artists that I would love to do and I don't because it's like the video, I know the video will tank, like no one wants to hear a Broadway version of a Cyndi Lauper song, but that would like make me so happy. (laughs) It would get one view, maybe two, my mom would like that too. But otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, there's plenty out there that I would, I would love to do, but I really try and stick to stuff that would resonate with people that are watching.
2: Is there, is there any musical genres that people would be really surprised to find out that you are into
3: yeah Broadway definitely Broadway. there's a reason why I said that right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Sydney <Cindy Lopper>, like, Lauper
2: <laughs> for sure I mean Cindy Lauper that she's still pop and relevant I think people still yeah. enjoy her from time to time yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but Timeless. yeah Broadway Broadway is definitely not everybody's cup of tea
3: I mean That's, it should be well i guess broadway is the ipa of musicals choice (laughs) you have to have an acquired taste
2: uh as a person who's only really been the two musicals in probably the past 10 years yeah it's not it's not for everybody but which ones uh book of mormon
3: great choice that's accessible to many
2: and then sam and i went to the toxic avenger musical
3: that's right.
0: Disted. Cabaret, cabaret theater, baby. Oh,
3: cool! Oh, I performed there once. Interesting. They, they That's a cool built place. Musical.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. They built uh, like a set for it and everything, and it was because uh, it was in the cabaret. You know, it was obviously a little more interactive, as they had the actors in the audience from time to time and running up and down the walls as well. So yeah. But yeah, it it played to my taste. The other one I would go see would be Evil Dead the musical. But that's all within like my genre of things that I like.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, there's an Evil Dead musical?
2: Yeah, it was in Vegas, bud.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, I'm uncultured swine.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> who who knew what you were missing, Adam? I didn't know that either. <laughs> and I'm actually a fan of the theater. I've I've probably seen the most musicals here. Well, maybe Ali has. Definitely. I've seen more than you and Steve. <laughs> yes, for sure.
1: <laughs> I say, I, I did enough in high school. I was, I was always in the pit band. I was always in the black shirts down below. So I saw my fair share in high school and I was good to go after that.
3: What auxiliary percussion. How did you know <laughs> that's who's in the pit unless it was like bass or drums. No, I, I was the idiot in the back
1: playing the drums.
3: I love it. Me too. Nice. I marched the bass drum in freshman year, but then hit after that.
1: Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. Yeah, we need to not talk about marching band stories because we'll be here for three episodes.
2: So in. <laughs> you marching band kids always had. Mm, you're all to watch out for <laughs> trouble.
1: You can just call you know, us you nerds. You're the
0: only it's one okay. not in the marching band, Steve. You missed out, man. I
2: oh, know. Well, that's because I. Tried playing saxophone and I was bad at it, so I quit.
0: (laughs) So you just quit and give up? Yes. When you got to work harder, get better.
2: No, no. I just found other things I liked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, Sam, you were in
2: the marching band?
1: Oh, yeah. First chair trumpet, baby. Southside band. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: I love marching band. It was great. I even got to be president of the band one year. Me
1: too. Wow, we're learning so much about each other. I know. Holy shit. Yeah, because I thought it was going to look good on a college application for some reason. That does. That does man. I-
3: that's why you were in the pit, not because you liked playing? Well, no,
1: that's why I went for it. That's why I was band president. I was in, oh, I right, was in okay. band all through high school because I enjoyed it. But to actually hold a an officer's position, it's like, oh, this will look good on a yeah. college application. Oh, I got to do this.
3: And what does the band president do? You have your finger on the band nukes?
1: Pretty much all <laughs> I did was. <laughs> It was the oboe football. <laughs> See, our band, at uh,
0: after the halftime performance was over, we got to go and meet the other band and talk to their officers. Oh. So only four people got to do that. So it was like you were in an exclusive club when you got to leave in the third quarter and go meet the other band. So that's what I got to do as president. That was about it.
1: We were second quarter. We got to do it the first half of the game. Why are we still talking about marching band stuff? We have so much other stuff. I don't discuss. know. You, <laughs> do <it.
3: laughs> what do you mean this is fascinating? I
1: keep going with the band
0: stuff. I could tell you about all the times I got in trouble with our band director. Was it several times? Oh, yeah. I got kicked out of band multiple times. Most of the time it was just for swearing in class. People found it funny. Band director didn't find it funny. <laughs>
2: You were also kicked. Uh, out of, you were also kicked out of gym class for swearing. You were kicked <laughs> out. Kicked out a lot of classes for swearing. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. amazing you made anything out of
1: yourself, Sam.
2: <laughs> Allie, were you ever kicked out of class for swearing? Were you as I've awful as these others too? <laughs>
3: it was kicked out of band though. Like not just the class. Like was not allowed to be in band anymore.
0: Oh, oh so oh, you were, like, that, full takes, that takes the cake. Seriously,
3: she got a band banned. I was.
0: I was back the next day. <laughs>
3: uh i was also a competitive dancer at the time and like our our band was super competitive and both of those things started ticking up in practice time and i couldn't make it to band as much and so he was like you missed too many practices you were ejected and then the next year he like begged me to come back because that he needed someone to lead the pit and i did not Suck it. I hope he's listening right now. I can't even remember my fan director's <laughs> name. Look if at me find now. It- I make music on YouTube, dude.
1: <laughs> if you find his Twitter handle, we'll tag him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> there you go.
3: <laughs>
2: He's, he's currently sitting in a high back leather chair, swishing whiskey around in a, in a tumbler, just remembering the gear he could have had. <laughs> like, if I could have just had her back, we would have gone farther than anybody. <laughs> we could have made it to States.
3: <laughs> I forgot about that until just now. Ridiculous.
1: Yeah, we were the exact opposite. We, we did not do any competitions or anything like that. It was football games basketball games and orchestra for pit. That was about it. We were a very laid back group and I was happy for it. Cause I was the same way. I had other activities that, you know, if I had to do a whole bunch of stuff after school, sorry, not going to make the cut fun (laughs) (laughs) that
0: was an awkward awkward pause right there can't relate well do we do we talk more about band or do we let steve chime back in and and
2: move us forward well i can't relate so i was gonna see where you guys went but yeah if you guys are done with band uh we can move on. are we done
0: guys should we move on or should we keep going
3: (laughs) take more of a dump on my band director hold on so anyway he had this stupid haircut (laughs) okay move on
2: okay uh, so the other half of, uh, kind of what you do as an influencer and what you do as an internet personality is you have a pretty hard fitness channel, uh, and as well as it's also, uh, uh, I would say a majority of your Instagram nowadays, of uh, just, you know, how you stay fit working out, uh, what kind of kicked off you getting into, you know, fitness as much as you did.
3: I always was, it was just recently that I showed people, <laughs> Like I mentioned, I was a competitive dancer, so that was like physically taxing at a young age. I like was always active. It just was recently that I realized that people are watching Instagram on the toilet and don't want to unmute. So my lifting videos that don't need audio did better than my songs. So I started putting more and more of that up. But I've always been, yeah, like into fitness and such.
1: Interesting. I never thought about that of the muted versus unmuted side of things.
3: Yeah, well, everyone's crapping in uh, in lockdown now, but before, <laughs> they were in stalls and wanted to be quiet next to other people. Yeah, I, well, just in general, I feel like uh, it, if an Instagram video requires audio, then it's it's going to perform not as well.
0: Hmm. Right. We so
3: see a lot of people captioning too.
0: You should sneak some audio into one of your lifting videos. Like maybe you're doing some deadlifts and you, uh, you know, put in some grunts or something that way when somebody's watching one of those videos on the toilet and they think there's no audio because none of the previous ones have had audio, then the new one will. And it'll just (laughs) blare out loud in the bathroom and maybe lead to some embarrassment. Maybe not.
2: (laughs) But Sam, if it's just grunting on the toilet, then it's expected. (laughs) Well, that is, that is true. I guess (laughs) she's got to slip in like animal noises. Like nah, an good, elef- good, like an elephant or <laughs> yeah. or dogs barking that's what's unexpected. <laughs> good boys,
0: <point. laughs> gotta keep uh, those Instagram watchers on their toes.
2: <laughs> One of the things that you did as part of your fitness and uh, just general health is you have this injected uh, glucose monitor. How did you come upon that? Because I've never even heard of such a thing. And then it just, like, it's an app that you use all the time in your videos.
3: I came across that actually it was just an Instagram ad that they were running. I was already planning to do a video where I did a finger prick every, like, 30 minutes and graphed it by hand and talked about what my blood glucose was doing throughout the day affected by food and stress and sleep and whatever. Uh, and then i saw what levels was doing that's the company that does the, this continuous glucose monitoring app for people who are non-diabetic and i was like whoa this will hurt significantly less than stabbing myself multiple times and I hit them up and now i have one and have made a bunch of videos about it it's really interesting to see like what your blood sugar does in real time because it's not something that people think about at all and I mean, levels is aiming to change that and put it in the forefront of our, our minds and, and help people use that to be healthier.
2: Yeah. And I think one of the uh, more interesting videos, especially as it relates to this show is you recently healthy tested that. Yeah. You recently tested the healthy alcohols Yeah. Uh, in conjunction with your glucose monitor. Uh, how, how good were those alcohols? And is there anyone that you're actually, you know, sticking with as like a a go-to drink
3: yeah they all were good i am unbiased except for ipas i will drink anything except for ipas and so i enjoyed them all and some of them gave me more hangovers than others all of them gave me really good blood glucose response which was really interesting but my favorite was pulp culture i like felt awesome the next day i don't know i mean maybe it was a fluke i definitely need to do more testing but it's fermented so that also helps with a bunch of other stuff in your bodily system i and i uh like was not bloated the next day and it tasted decently good it was you know on a scale of like chocolate stout to ipa it was definitely (laughs) closer to chocolate stout
1: (laughs) oh man
3: as and all you, things you in life, you've really
0: found be. your best pally here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I've dumped on my band director more than you. It's fine. <laughs> so, it,
1: after you uh, got a hold of this, was there anything that affected your your blood glucose that you didn't expect or see any unexpected
3: results? A ton of things. It's crazy. All of these health foods are a lie or not. It's really interesting. <laughs> so. Um I had been eating oat bran every day because oat bran is low on the glycemic index so it should make your blood sugar more stable than say pasta which is delicious and I would love to be eating as a an Italian but I was replacing all my pasta with oat bran because it's also a high in fiber and a health food. And then I tested and oat bran made me basically diabetic. Like I spiked so high, it was crazy. And when i and which is bad that means like I'm, I'm storing fat i'm getting closer to diabetes i'm getting inflammation like all a host of bad things happen when you spike and this was like a high spike then i had pasta and it was like a perfectly beautiful flat graph which means i like sustained energy and my body like used it really well and it's really good for my metabolic health so i can't believe i was eating oat bran for years and <laughs> suffering because i'd rather eat pasta now i just eat a ton of pasta <laughs>
1: <laughs> so did you just take the oat bran and just throw it right into the garbage
3: yeah yeah actually it's still it's just getting old in my cover oh. <laughs> maybe i'll use it for a video sometime no haven't eaten any since but what's interesting is that you could have exact opposite right you could really love oat bran i mean it has nothing to do with how much you like it but uh you could have you could get a terrible response to pasta and have a great response to oat bran and it's like has nothing to do with the food. It's all about who you are, your microbiome, your genetics, your activity level. Like, there's so much that goes into it, and we can have equal and opposite responses. So, I can't even say to you, like, stop eating oat bran because it might be really good for you.
1: And that's why Steve and I, with our Eastern Bloc blood, will always recommend pierogies and halushki.
2: Hells yes. <laughs> Pierogi and halushki is stuffed cabbage. <laughs>
0: And, and, as, and as another italian i mean to, to just hear that story is just music to my ears because i never thought all the pasta i i ate was the healthiest food ever but now based on what you just said allie that's
3: no that's what i'm gonna eat own, at all man. times it's, it's all personalized <laughs> you might have a shit response to, to uh pasta nope that's what he's so not I hearing can. that all
0: good all good <laughs> all good responses on this end breakfast <laughs> lunch and dinner from here on out
3: uh the point uh, is, uh, is that you a can't beer have, like a universal diet that everyone should follow because everybody's different that's really like
1: green knock down right here on this
0: show (laughs) gonna do some
3: macaroni in the morning
0: then some cavatelli for lunch and some linguine for dinner (laughs) maybe to top it all off some stuffed shells for dessert
2: nice Mm. well i think for my personal diet i'm going to stick to the abjuration chocolate hot pepper stout because look at that transition well, because hot peppers are an endothermic reaction, it's healthy. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. it's a really great beer. I love abjuration, and you know they rarely ever go wrong. And if they go wrong, I don't bring it on the show. So ha. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart. Uh, for me, uh,
1: the Pen Brewery, the Marzen. I mean, it's a Marzen. It's gonna be fairly basic. It's got a good, you know, maltiness to it. So. It's the exact opposite of an IPA, so I'm okay with it. Plus, it's from Pittsburgh, so again, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's a good beer. If you know what you're getting into, that you're looking for just a basic beer, yeah, Penn Marzen, go grab some. On to Sam. With your toothpaste and grass clippings. Yes,
0: well, it may be green, but it still tastes like scope. (laughs) But my teeth are looking really white, and my breath smells awesome.
2: Nice, minty fresh right before bed.
0: That's all I can say about that.
2: And Allie, I assume your PBR is still great?
3: Yeah, it's weirdly making me drunker than usual. <laughs> Normally, a PBR doesn't send me that much. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs>
2: Glucose. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back with segment three. And Allie is going to take on the Pear Down. A the pair Down a classic segment from this show because sam is also classic see you in a minute are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies are b movies more your style then the folks over at
0: they Called this a movie have you covered join us every thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi action comedy and more we are available on itunes stitcher spotify and podbean at they Called this a movie.podbean.com they Called this a movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time
2: it's episode 194 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and it's segment three, and we're still joined by our guests, Ali Spagnola and Sam.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hello. I appreciate that you gave Sam the undercard. Yeah, yeah of course.
0: Say, you gotta say oh, it was, it was well deserved.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, absolutely. 100%. People are not here for Sam, except for maybe his wife. And I don't know if his kid's in the podcast yet. So.
0: <laughs> he is, just not this one. I understand. I understand. Well, I mean, he's not even 21 months yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, can't so he can't drink. Yeah. He's, he's a, a American months. life kid. He's got six more months to go and then it'll be 21 months and he'll start listening to the podcast. We'll start drinking beers together. It'll be great. <laughs> Just give it
1: time, Adam. Patience, my friend. Patience. Well, if we need to, if we need to start boning up on bubble guppies, let me know. We can do that. We can adjust the show as, as needed. Well,
2: we may need to. I don't know what bubble guppies is. I'm moving on. <laughs> Adam, what are you drinking this segment?
1: So I have actually done a very rare thing in the last year or so, and I have a beer that is not from Pennsylvania. This is the Salt and Sea from Flying Fish out of New Jersey. Uh, this is a Session Sour uh, made with strawberry and lime. It's supposed to evoke uh, thoughts of walking on the boardwalk in some sort of New Jersey shore town. Uh, and uh, it's supposed to uh, taste like saltwater taffy. Uh, when I cracked it open on the nose, it did have a very nice strawberry smell to it. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I didn't think it would. Uh, so that was a good start. And then I drank it. And it's just – it's fine. But uh, it – it I don't know. It just seems like it's kind of lacking in, in something. Like everything that it it says is there is there. But it's not there to a level that is good enough. Does that make sense? It's almost like it's watered down, but not quite. Okay. So
2: it's
0: kind of like every other flying fish beer you've ever had. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: I didn't know we were dunking on flying fish in this We were
0: talking about basketball before we started up. I'm just, that's just my mindset right now.
1: Yeah. And I I didn't want to go dunk it on flying fish, but, but unfortunately it kind of just tastes like whenever you had, you know, like a strawberry limeade, That you got at Burger King and the ice started to melt a little bit. Ah. And you're still desperate to get back and get something else to drink. Yeah. That's kind of what it tastes like. Huh. Watered down strawberry limeade. Sorry to hear that. That's
2: okay. Okay. (laughs) You'll be fine. It's not going to hurt.
1: We'll be fine. That's right. We shall persevere.
2: Yeah. Uh, So for me personally, I actually did have the beer that Sam had uh, been drinking lined up for this segment. You know, St. Patrick's Day and all. I, I was going to drink that new trail, like I said, I had in the fridge. Uh, but Sam completely... Ooh, a second opinion. Actually, no, you completely <laughs> turned me off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but look at these teeth, dude. They're so white.
2: That's great. I'm okay. glad you're having it. <laughs> uh, I instead went with the other green beer I have in my fridge, which is the Smooshy by Shubru out of opal and it is meant to mimic the shamrock shake from McDonald's. Uh, it gets close. It definitely it definitely hits like all the mint and the milkiness and the creaminess. It hits all those notes. But it's also a sour. <sighs> yeah. Oh?
0: So? Mm. Why you got hate on sours? There's
3: nothing wrong with a sour. Did I say uh, hate. I said weird.
2: Because (laughs) tart mint, I don't know. Tart mint is just as weird as grass mint.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mint is very selective with who it can play with.
2: Yeah, mint can play with chocolate. Those are the only two they get to hang (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) That's
0: it.
2: That's it. Maybe coffee. How thick
0: is that beer? Because I've had a couple smooshies and they're they're chewy.
2: So here's I'll give it props for that. It's it's thick but it's not chunky. Mm. Like I, we recently had a beer on the show called the mortalis hydra. And that beer is literal chunks. I don't even think it was beer. I don't think there was alcohol in it. It was trash and it ruined my glass. I was very upset. This one it's fine. Like it's not uh, there's not chunks floating around in it. It's just very thick and creamy and minty, but also tart. If the tart wasn't there, it would be perfect because it's 9%. So you'd just be getting blasted on shamrock shake.
3: <laughs> you know, you can just do that by putting Jameson into a shamrock shake.
2: Uh, Allie, for many years, I exactly did that very thing.
3: Yep, me too. <laughs> Actually, I have some in my speakeasy right now. Look. Ah, very nice. Through. A little caffeine too. See, for your day drinking.
2: Yes. Yes. The, my mixture used to be a shamrock shake, a small coffee from McDonald's, and then Jameson. $100. Yeah. Love it. Mix it all together. You get the coffee, you get the mint, you get the JMO. And it was a good and St. Go Paddy's.
3: Market Square where you can drink outside. Oh, I missed those days.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> reminiscing. Market Square. That was the best. We used to do that every year. That mm-hmm. oh, was so much fun.
3: I, we probably hung out, honestly. We we all were together drinking exactly what he was talking about and blacked it out. None of us remember doing that.
2: Nope.
1: (laughs) We're all just glad we got home with the same shoes we started with. Yes.
3: (laughs) Speak for yourself, (laughs) amateur.
2: Yes, Adam I never... remember
0: running around Market Square begging restaurants to uh, let me use the bathroom because yeah, the lines for the porn were so long. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta buy something. Pour me a beer, I will be back in a minute. <laughs> I don't care what it is, <laughs> I will buy it. <laughs> but I need to do something first. <laughs>
2: well that's when your girlfriend now wife came in you know handy because she was able to go to the bar and order for you as you ran to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> he'll be right oh, back that
0: guy. no he's with her he's <laughs> ordering the
2: drinks
0: it's okay
2: uh yes good times and maybe 2022 we'll just while out and try it again who knows <laughs> or maybe we'll just stay inside
0: kids can dream
2: kids can dream with that, though, let's move on to what Segment 3 is about. Segment 3 is always kind of our fun game segment of the podcast. And this week, of course, we're joined by Alex Bagnola. And I already mentioned at the end of last segment that we were going to bring back the Pair Down. The and Pair what, Down. And what the Pair Down is, is we simply give people some of their favorite activities and things they like to do. And we ask them to pair them with their favorite alcoholic drinks usually beer but we'll open it up if Allie has a cocktail or a healthy alternative (laughs) that she she wants to suggest I mean we don't really drink healthy on the show but you know she can maybe help our audience (laughs) (laughs) but you know just to start it off real simply you know we talked about your fitness channel and you know, how you've done some alcohol testing along with your glucose monitor and everything. But do you have a favorite drink post-workout?
3: Ooh, favorite drink post-workout. It's gotta be, yeah, like PBR, like a lager or something super drinkable that will probably make me more sober than drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I used to joke that I, would, I drink PBR to sober up. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think a lot
2: of people did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the great hair of the dog beer kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. Sobers you up and cures your egg over. <laughs> uh
2: if we had if I could give a suggestion though, we've talked about it in the past on the show about uh about rattlers. Have you ever gotten into a rattler or know what that is? No. Okay, so a rattler was actually developed uh in Germany for like uh, biking enthusiasts and it's a blend of beer and lemonade so it would would give them like sugars as well as the electrolytes from the beer
3: it's like a beer mimosa yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) except it's got a fancy german name to it
2: (laughs) sam you're an exercisey type do you also have a a post-workout
1: yes i do
0: well, I don't have I don't have a specific. Well, I do have a specific beer that I'm going to share with you guys. But um, you know, post workout, one of the things that they always say, uh, you know, to to um, um, aid in your recovery is that you should drink chocolate milk after your workout because it has a lot of protein in it. So I would take that as meaning that I should have some type of chocolate stout after a workout for oh. the exact same reasons. And I just had a fantastic one not too long ago called the Triple Thick. Uh, which was a chocolate and vanilla milkshake stout from Hitchhiker, or a chocolate and vanilla ice cream stout, I should say, from a Hitchhiker Brewing here in Pittsburgh. And uh, it was really great because they, they achieved some really solid flavors, of uh, both the chocolate and the vanilla, a nice blend. It's like if you buy Neapolitan ice cream, but it just doesn't have that crappy strawberry flavor in there, and it's just the chocolate and vanilla. So I guess it's really not Neapolitan at all, but um, it's kind of like that, um, and it's really good. And it was like 10% too. So you can recover from your workout and get drunk at the same time. So again, killing two birds with one stone. Fair enough.
1: I'm glad to hear that you have the seal of approval on that because I have one sitting in my fridge right now and I've been waiting for a good opportunity to drink it. So Well, next time you work
0: out, afterwards.
1: I need to work out and then I could get in on some of that action and then feel terrible about myself. No, you
0: won't feel terrible about yourself. You will love yourself. (laughs)
2: love it. Love, love
0: ourselves no matter what. If we want to drink after a workout, we should be able to, and we should be able to do it guilt-free. <laughs> That's
1: true.
3: That's when true. I ran the Pittsburgh Marathon, the like last four yeah. miles stretch, they were handing out Penn Brewery beer. It was like past the brewery. Yeah, brewery.
2: yeah. Penn's been wow. a long-time supporter.
3: I've also like read that it is a good recovery drink. Like the carbonation helps you rehydrate faster. I don't know about the alcohol making you, <laughs> but uh, then the carbs in it is like really fast acting and you know straight to your muscles when you need it.
2: Yeah, you're not necessarily supposed to go 10%, but you know. <laughs> However,
1: but, if you, you wanted to go, choosers. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted um, to go a little bit lighter, I do have another suggestion for you. Uh, the beer that I would have gone with is a goza, because gozas always have a lot of salt included in them as well.
3: lights, There you go.
1: And that'll help you with uh, recovering some of your calcium that has obviously been expelled. Uh, and one in particular is from D9 Brewing in North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. They have one that's called Brewers Day Off, and it's a cucumber melon
2: goza. Oh, yeah. That one's dope as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it uh, tastes I mean, like cucumber c- water. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: cucumber water with a little bit of the salt added in, plus a little bit of alcohol to make things interesting. Yeah, I think that that would be a good one to try out after yeah. you're done working out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, D9. Good for them. All right. Well, Allie, your next category, as an arty person, I understand. Arty that I'm an arty person. I'm
3: you know, I, being an arty person, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I I animated this, you know, floating head in After Effects. I do all our T-shirt art, so I I somewhat understand being an arty person. Um, but I always understand that there is a lot of preamble before you actually, you know, put pen to paper or start sculpture or, you know, do as you please. What is your kind of sitting around thinking, ruminating beer as you prepare for a project or alcoholic drink?
3: Day four loco.
2: For loco? It counts as a
3: beer, it's a malt beverage.
2: Yeah, just so you're just and, uh, blasting off.
3: <laughs> well, it's what, like three cups of coffee and three beers too. And it's, yeah, so I, I would have to go with that. Again, we're talking about mixing caffeine and alcohol.
2: Yeah. I guess I could,
3: I, I could try the uh, cold brew PBR too, but that would probably work.
2: Yeah, probably, yeah.
3: Yeah, it
0: probably would. I'd go with cold press coffee PBR though myself, but to each his own. Maybe you'd like it
2: more. <laughs> <laughs> so I can attest to uh one of the t-shirts that we have available the live laugh logger. Uh it was designed on an 11% uh coffee stout. So Allie's not too far okay, off when when you, when you get into coffee, caffeine, you get the ideas flowing but also you, you know, fuzz your brain up a little bit. <laughs> I'm
1: not already at all. I'm sorry. I'm not already at all. But if I do have to ruminate on just things in general, it, typically I'll go with a, a sour. I, actually, Evergreen has been making a lot of good ones with their Sorbetta series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll get, the, that'll get the juices flowing for me because they've got, I don't know, like a dozen different varieties. So if you can find the variety that will help you ruminate in the direction you want, get it. It'll
2: help you out. Cool. Gotcha. All right, Allie. All right. Oh, I don't think oh, you Oh, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I thought Sam you could can
1: participate
0: too. I'm, I th- I'm I thought such st- a classic guest. People forget I'm here.
2: <laughs> I, th- I thought you had jumped Guess on the train. So I thought you jumped on the four loco train, but yeah, no, go ahead, Adam. Oh, <laughs> or that's Sam. Sam.
0: Adam just went. Oh, I do not <laughs> even know my name. Oh, it's, a, I am it's fading a- off into oblivion here. Oh, this milkshake IPA ruined me
2: make more shows sorry dude
0: <laughs> i guess so yeah this is your penance. i'm such an infrequent guest even the host don't remember me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess what all i was gonna say was man if i'm uh if i'm getting myself in an artsy mood i'm going classic i'm skipping the beer completely and going with an old-fashioned i want a whiskey drink and something mm. that's mostly straight bourbon um you know because it will just help me feel like i'm always on the precipice of something great because, you know, who, who hasn't enjoyed a nice old fa- fashion and then come up with something awesome,
2: right? Whether
0: yeah. that's made it into the public eye, or it was really just amongst their friends, or even just themselves, or, you know, the, one of their pets, I mean, everybody has done something great drinking an old fashioned. So that's what I'm going with.
2: That feels like a, that feels like an old, uh, you know, golden era writer, you know, American novel type drink. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I doubt I'll write the next great American novel anytime soon, but I'll do something equally as great. Just give me some <laughs> bourbon. But an old-fashioned
2: will make you think you can. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> yes, even if it's just an illusion. That's that's good enough for me. <laughs>
2: <sighs> okay, Allie, your next category. And it's a little timely, uh, but it's also going back to your Pittsburgh roots. I'm sure you've attended a Pittsburgh fish fry at some point. You, you have I've you been
3: like one of those big boiler things where they throw all the uh, crawfish on a picnic table? I've done that.
2: So you've done a crawfish boil, but you've never done like a Pittsburgh church basement
0: where you go to a Catholic church and you get fish <laughs> in a plastic bag that usually has one of those like uh, big yellow smiley faces on it.
3: <laughs> Thank wow. you, come again. This is a Pittsburgh thing. Jeez yeah i grew up catholic too mm, i don't know i guess we don't eat fish
2: <laughs> i guess you grew up in the wrong neighborhoods because yeah, ours heck? are full of church basement pierogies and fried fish
3: huh.
2: yeah well I, I maybe you can still just answer from the crawfish side uh what would be your ideal beer to pair with you know a crawfish boil a fish fry or you know just seafood in general
3: sure well if we're talking pittsburgh i'm going yingling light again though because i'm going to drink a ton of them
1: (laughs) see that's a good answer because if you go to a catholic church chances are the nuns already have that on ice ready to go Mm. oh yeah yeah.
3: catholic church we're gonna have wine sacramental right
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i do a number of fish fries
0: that serve beer in the basement of the church well, they'll, they'll sell it to you for a couple bucks. Yingling's always there, and sometimes they'll have a craft beer too. Yeah, those are. If definitely... not, you can bring your own to most of them. They don't give a shit if you walk in with a cooler <laughs> full of beer. There. As long as you're buying the fish and donating, that's all they care about.
1: Just put it in a McDonald's cup. No one's gonna notice.
0: I went to one two years ago. The pastor was walking around serving wine, <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> in like Dixie cups to people for free. <laughs> he was giving giving away the sacrament uh, as long as he ordered fish. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, that was very nice of Father Salmonier. Sam, I think you and I probably have a very similar answer on this, though, that uh, our preferred uh, pairing would be Troegs-Doppelbach.
0: That might be yours. It's not mine. I I, I don't know.
2: I felt felt like that was a very fish fry answer.
0: I do like that one, though. It's a big, like, malt-heavy bock beer which is good but for me i want to find the juiciest dankest double ipa that i can because i want my fish tasting like a church basement and i want my beer tasting like a pittsburgh basement (laughs) (laughs) you go right (laughs) ahead it's got to be dank (laughs) real musty the mustier the better
1: (laughs) Well it sounds like you need some platform so you can get some black mold in with your beers.
2: Dope.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is I'm joking, but I'm
1: not joking at the same time. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sam, I don't think you ever have to worry about me going in and invading your beer fridge anytime soon.
0: You can invade it, but I don't have to worry because you will leave with nothing. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll invade it, shut the door, and leave. And all the same beer will still be there when I beer fridge next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be That's... like invading North Dakota. You get there, realize there's nothing worthwhile, and turning right back around and leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like this sucks.
2: Hey, <laughs> oh, so North Dakota's full of IPAs, is it? <laughs> Poor North Dakota.
1: They don't deserve I don't to be know picked on in like North that. Dakota. Exactly.
2: That's the way they like it. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> what, do you have a fish fry beer?
1: I'll be honest, I really don't. It's been way too long since I've been to a fish fry myself. As as a fellow Catholic, I'll be honest, I haven't been to a fish fry in a long time.
2: God, we are the worst really? Catholics. <laughs> Dude, they're
1: doing they're doing pickup now. I've been
2: to
0: three this year already. Come on. No, now. even
1: in the in the before times, I didn't go. No. No.
2: I went nope. before times.
1: <laughs> hey do one at
0: St. Columbkill and Imperial. It's great. You don't even have to get out of your car. You drive up, they take your order, you park, and about three minutes later they're saying, you know, calling out your number and your food
1: is ready. Nope. They I'm got- sorry. I always went with the cheese pizza, maybe a little pineapple if I was feeling good about myself.
2: Uh, excuse me, Sam, I what? think you, you mean... You
0: we do have more. a lot in common, Adam, and it's not just the fact that both your names start with A.
3: I <laughs> know, oh, I will chug a six-pack of IPAs before I will put pineapple on pizza, you psycho.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. Dope. Oh, my God. Get burnt.
1: <laughs> I will stand by my pineapple. I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's good.
1: Pine- pineapple and jalapeno is a good combination
2: on pizza. Sure, minus the pineapple nope, nope. <laughs>
1: get them get them both get that spice get the sweet you're in yeah, business i would agree with that i usually
0: go pineapple and banana pepper and then some of those big juicy tomatoes oh
1: no I, thank you on the tomatoes no, no. tomatoes mm-hmm. sauce on the pizza I'm or no tomatoes on there nope
2: ah. great nobody I, agrees on pizza <laughs> 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 i'm honestly mad pizza hut stopped carrying uh anchovies Cause I used to love the bacon, uh, anchovy pizza that you could make.
1: See, if I could do bacon, pineapple and jalapeno, that's my ultimate pizza right there.
2: Oof. Oof. Uh,
1: Sign me up oof. three times over.
2: All right. Well, we'll do that. And we'll put it into change.org. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the meantime, let's get back to some of the favorite beers that we would enjoy. Allie, you obviously already mentioned that you're a pens fan. Do you have a pens beer?
3: A pens beer? Oh yeah. Um P- labats. L- That's what they always have at the games. Yep. In that big old yes. plastic cup. <laughs> you collect them and get get ten of them so you can play Pong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes see i knew that one would bring everyone back together unless sam wants to dissent but yes labat blue (laughs) Dude,
0: that's sacrilegious when you're watching the pens or you're in a pens game it's labat blue or labat blue light either one is acceptable in my opinion but you gotta go labat have to is there any other beer really to drink during a pens game
2: Hey, I didn't know if you were going to say something else. I just wanted to, you know, I just thought it would bring us all together, and we all agree getting blasted at the blue line on Labatt Blues and then heading into the game is a good idea.
1: Two and a quarter for every draft during all Penn's games. They're on vinyl banners all over the city.
3: That is like $12 when you get in there.
2: (laughs) That's how they get you. Well, that's why you get it at the blue line first.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you can buy one and milk it the whole game or at least the first period then you gotta buy another one, <laughs> and <then> another
1: one. <laughs> that, that's not called milking it that's just called drinking it yeah. I, know.
2: <laughs> I mean plus I mean inside do you have so many choices anymore and lord knows i sure you, I'm sure you get back in there and it's gonna have like Topo Chico all over the place and White Claw and lord knows what else for exorbitant amounts of money <laughs>
1: I'll stick to bat, please, and thank you.
2: Yeah, I think we all will. Yes. There's also, uh, I, I will also make a suggestion for a shot. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had one, but it, the half and half of a Liquor 43 and a Patron XO as a black and gold shot, any any Pens listeners should really check that one out. It's uh, pretty amazing. See, I don't know that I've ever had that. I think you had because we were doing them at Blue Line, but you know you you might have blacked that one out. <laughs> but you you get the sweetness from the liquor forty three, and then uh, the coffee flavor off the Patron XO, and hmm. ooh, excellent! That goes really well with your L- Labatt. Oh, well, sounds like I got a weekend project then. Yeah, check it out.
3: <laughs> Shotzky. Yeah,
2: Slap-shot-ky.
0: the slap Shotsky.
2: Yes. Uh, I you
0: got to serve that at the speakeasy alley. Yeah. <laughs> get that going Pittsburgh style.
2: Yeah. That, that can be your specialty drink for your speakeasy. <laughs> the black and gold slap slap shots. Damn. That was rough to get through. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, Ellie, I think you successfully passed the pair down. I think everybody has the proper etiquette aside from pizza to go out into the world and how to pair their drinks with activities. But, uh, with that, we just want to thank you for coming on the show. I mean, it's been really great having you and, you know, we appreciate you taking your you know, precious time out of your, you know, obviously over-encompassing, uh, YouTube life that, uh, just goes like so deep with everything that you have going on on there. But, uh, please take the time to plug all your channels and everywhere everybody can find you.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. And honestly, I think your listeners would like my podcast that's about drinking and working out. So go drink out Total Fitness. (laughs) We only have one question that we ask every guest and it's how do you incorporate alcohol into your training? We just talk about like a bunch of fitness and health and whatever stuff, but we make sure to be like, hey, so like, how are we going to chug beers and still stay fit, yo?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what's the best response? Who who's, who's who's in the lead for uh the best workout tip when it comes to working out and drinking?
3: Man, um Brian Borstein, he was a few episodes ago, but he talked about just getting super blasted and then doing like a CrossFit hero wad. He owned a gym, so his friends would get super drunk. Um, on the boardwalk in Santa Monica or no in San Diego and then go to the gym like after hours and do like workouts. It was sound, it was like Whew. nutso. Oof.
2: <laughs> that sounds gross and terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I once had three Southern tier creme brulees and then went and ran a mile. And that was the worst thing I've ever done.
3: <laughs> Ask, uh, that that sounds
0: terrible.
2: What was that Ellie?
3: What prompted that?
2: Oh, I was just, I uh, went to a bar after work with friends and then Adam actually texted me to go running <laughs> and I needed to go running because I'm terribly out of shape. Oh yeah.
3: Fit that mile in.
2: That's right. right. We'll call it a
1: zero sum game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, uh, all,
2: all it was, was I didn't puke, so.
0: <laughs> that's actually surprising after three Southern deer creme brulees.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, hey.
0: Accomplishment. That,
2: hey, that's back when I was young. and I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could you do that today?
2: No, oh, because I couldn't run a mile today.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I could drink three creme brulees today.
3: Yeah, sounds run. I would still probably throw up.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: too much. See, maybe after much. you have three you will think that you can run a
2: mile and you will try and you will succeed. Yeah, there's a lot of definite fake confidence in that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure my knees would disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> All cool. right. Well, yeah, again, anybody can just search Ali Spagnola and find your YouTube, find your Instagram, check out your videos. Obviously, you do a lot of great music. And if you're into art and maker projects, your channel is very good for that as well. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean. We're on everything that starts with pod and ends in cast. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because...
1: We are a six upside-down Christmas tree put up by your
2: mother's show... (laughs) <laughs> but they only let us use five. <laughs> and that's a bigger crime than matching your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. sighs> but uh, yes, thanks again, Allie, for coming on. And uh, we will be back next week. We'll have something new. I'm not that's sure. Yet. Plan.
1: That's what we usually try to do.
2: Try to do that.
1: So yes, Allie, thank you again. It was great having you on the show. Uh, it's good to talk shop. We'll have to have you again. On again sometime yes we'll talk pittsburgh
2: and perhaps just maybe just maybe once everything opens up you'll come back and grace us with a power hour
1: please please
0: (laughs) we want to do the power hour again (laughs) we can't do this on our own (laughs) we need a fearless leader the guiding
1: light
2: (laughs) but yeah we'll see y'all next week goodbye